Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a very official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. We're back in the studio with a win! High five! (laughs) It's like the cheesiest intro ever. Hello. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Hello. How are you feeling after that game on Thursday night last week? Oh, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I think a lot, a lot of Titans fans are feeling really good, and I think this team just has a lot of momentum that um, will help against Cincinnati this upcoming Sunday. That was probably the best game they've played in a very long time. But in case you missed it, here's a quick recap of the game. It was a Thursday night game. The Titans pulled off a huge win over back-to-back NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It was Mike Rebel's 50th win as a head coach of the Tennessee Titans. Tannehill's pass to Robert Woods for the 32-yard first down was Bobby Tree's 600th career catch. Traylon Burks had a huge breakout game as he led the team with 8 targets, 7 receptions, and 111 yards. And that just shows that Traylon's back, he's fully healthy, and that he's going to be what they brought him in to do, which was replace A.J. Brown. I think he's a force. He definitely is. Um, The defense should absolutely be recognized again this week. From Mickey Ryan of Blaine and Mickey on 104.5 The Zone, The Titans haven't given up more than 17 points in regulation since week three. And Jeffrey Simmons had a huge sack at the end of the game to help seal the Titans win over Green Bay. There were so many things that happened during the game uh, defense-wise. I mean, just seriously, shutting down Aaron Rodgers was, I'm not going to lie, it was a beautiful thing to watch. You know, he had a couple of moments where you're like, oh yeah, there's Aaron Rodgers. But Overall, I felt like the defense really shut him down. It was really great to watch. Even though it was a little frustrating, we had one drive where we were out there for almost 10 minutes and we wound up not scoring at all, right? Yeah. It was still one of those things where we ate up the clock. We took time away from Aaron being on the field. He got to sit on the bench and literally stay warm in the freezing temperatures. And I am 100% here for that. Definitely. Over the past two weeks, the Titans have played the number one and number five pass defenses in the NFL, which was Denver and Green Bay. The result from that, it was Ryan Tannehill has 41 of 63 completions, a 65.1% completion percentage, 588 yards, uh, and 294 yards per game, four touchdowns, one interception, and a 109.8 passer rating. Just looking at those numbers and Ryan's performance, it's safe to say that the NFL needs to really pay attention to what Ryan Tannehill is doing. Or not, because the Titans are just... I like this whole underdog thing that the Titans are doing right now. I mean, it's worked before, and it's working again. I like being under the radar and nobody talking about us. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there was so many things that happened in that game. I have to talk about one of my favorite plays from the game. I've never seen it before, and after it happened, and I'm like, the Oscar goes to Ryan Tannehill because he had this play... It was a trick play that, would it be considered a wildcat? Technically, if it was snapped directly to Henry, uh, then yeah. But it was the one where Tannehill, did he snap the ball and then he... It's still a wildcat. Okay. So he he gave a signal, like, I I can't, can you describe what happened? Because basically the ball snapped and then Ryan Tannehill turned to the Titans sideline and held up his hands like, what happened? Or what's going on, and then Derrick Henry makes this huge play. What happened? You just explained it. Oh. (laughs) Well, I didn't know if you could technically explain it better. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Oh, well, all right then. So what was your favorite play then? Probably that or Derrick Henry throwing a touchdown to Austin Hooper. You have to talk about that. 
yeah, so uh, basically it was a repeat of what happened in the 2019 divisional round. Against Baltimore, Derrick Henry got the direct snap and then jumped up, then threw it to tight end Austin Hooper and for a touchdown, and everyone just went crazy. And Derrick just had a special night that night, and this whole Titans offense did. He really did. We, we're going to get into it in this episode. There's so many statistics from the game that we're going to talk about. But one thing in his press conference afterwards, he was quoted as saying, yeah, I'm the young Peyton Manning. And I, there's nothing to me more wholesome than that. Yeah, that was, um, there again, there's so many things. So we're going to jump right into it with some NFL trivia from a website I haven't really dug into too much. It's called sportskeeda.com. S-P-O-R-T-S-K-E-E-D-A.com. Derrick Henry became the fifth player in NFL history to have his 10th rushing touchdown during a regular season. He has joined an elite list of only five players in NFL history to rush for 10 or more touchdowns in five consecutive seasons. Others on the list are Sean Alexander of the Seattle Seahawks, Michael Turner of the Atlanta Falcons, Adrian Peterson of the Vikings and formerly a short stint with the Titans in Derrick Henry's place last season when he was injured, and Ladanian Tomlinson of the Chargers. Derrick's also the first player with 20-plus carries, two-plus completions, a rush touchdown plus a pass touchdown in a game since 1983. The last one to do it? Walter Payton of the Chicago Bears. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I think he's an icon of the modern era NFL. Derrick Henry also became the first player in the NFL this season to rush for over 1,000 yards. He's at 1,010 yards. And according to Next Gen Stats, Derrick Henry has 740 yards after contact, and he is the first in the NFL to have that this season. Love it. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, you know, more and more and more right after that game, Derek was really trending on Twitter. And it, it's truly amazing. I step back and I think, man, he's on, he's on the Titans. He's on our team. This is incredible. We, you know, and he's just continually getting better and better and better and better and better. And I think that's his work ethic. I think that that's, you know, he, I think he can continue to play for as long as he wants to in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. Well, now uh, we have some Titans franchise trivia, and um, here's some interesting ones. Ryan Tannehill has the franchise's most passing yards at 11,503, beating QB George Blanda, who played for the Houston Oilers from 1960 to 1966. Ryan also has the franchise's second most passing touchdowns at 84 behind George Blanda, who had 109. Another fun fact, the Titans have won the last six games that Ryan Tannehill has started. From NFL and Fox Sports analyst Warren Sharp, Coach Vrabel's stats since taking over Tennessee. In 2018, the Titans were 9-7. In 2019, they were also 9-7. But they went all the way to the AFC Championship game to come short to the Kansas City Chiefs. In 2020, the Titans were 11-5 and AFC South champs for the first time since 2008. In 2021, they were 12-5 and and became back-to-back AFC South champs. This year, the Titans are currently 7-3 and and are looking at a three-peat of the AFC South. High five to that. Oh my goodness, I'm very happy with that. Same. The more we get into the season, I see a lot of other teams starting to break down, the ones that are, you know, really came out strong and that they're barely winning games now. For example, the Philadelphia Eagles, they barely won over the Colts. They won by one point. Yeah, but we still needed it and we got it, so. Absolutely, without a doubt. But my point is that 
they were what seven and zero or eight and zero before they got knocked out by the Commanders. They were eight and zero. Yeah. So you know we're just continuing to have that momentum, 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 and. Coach Vrabel, honestly, he's done some really tremendous things with this team, and I'm excited to see where we end up. Well, now it's time for Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridges Report, brought to you by Mr. Jim Wyatt. (laughs) Oh, I see what you did there. You know, but we're going to be guessing because the report hasn't been released at the time of this recording. We are currently recording this on Monday before Thanksgiving, and so we're just going to take a guess. What's your guess? All Navy. Okay. Um, my guess is light blue jerseys over navy britches. That's a good guess. What did we wear last year over the Bengals? Or actually, it would have been January, right? Yep. Uh, all navy. So I think we're going to wear that again. Revenge game. Yeah. I definitely feel like it's a 100% revenge game. It totally is. And we're going to dive into that in just a minute. But this is a huge game revenge-wise, I'm sure. It's a big game for Tannehill, too. Very emotional game. So, yeah. Well, we don't have any Titans Uni Tracker stats this week, but be sure to find all of the great Titans Uni facts on Twitter. You can find Titans Uni there at Titans Uni or Instagram. And as always, check out Mr. Jim Wyatt's fantastic articles. Anything on the Tennessee Titans can be found on TennesseeTitans.com at Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Big shout out to both of those guys for our stats every week. Well, this is my favorite segment. Without a doubt, it's Kaysen's forecast and crucial keys to the game. Take it away, Kaysen. Yeah, thank you. So it is a huge revenge game this weekend. Titans versus Bengals. Um, it, honestly, I think this is a big game for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, if you didn't know, after the Bengals game, he received a lot of uh, hate Um it was very emotional for him. He talked about having to go see a therapist. Um, just, He said he was in a very dark place then. And I think that he's got out of it. And I think he's ready to have a rematch in Cincinnati. I agree 100%. Just seeing how he's been playing the last two games since he had his ankle injury. And I mean, as far as I know, and as far as anyone knows, he's still playing with that ankle sprain. And I'm so grateful that he did not have it worse than he has it because just seeing that the Rams lost Cooper Cup to a high ankle sprain for the season, he's having to have surgery to have his, or he had surgery to have his repaired. So yeah, it's, I think Ryan's just really playing at the top of his game. But can you explain to the listener kind of what happened during that game, especially towards the end that caused us to kind of lose the game? We were also playing in a divisional round championship game. Uh, yeah, Tannehill threw three interceptions the whole game. Um, one at the end that was crucial. That set up a Cincinnati field goal to win the game by Evan McPherson. Yeah, that game, I think, was just a big heartbreaker to, to Titans fans everywhere. That was our year. We could have went all the way that year, um, but no need to dwell on the past. Well, also, too, that was the first divisional game that we had had at Nissan Stadium in quite a while, correct? Yeah, since 2008. We had had a bye week the week before. We had home field advantage, and we were at that game, and I was devastated, and I'm pretty sure that you kind of felt that same way. I did. Very tough to swallow. Um, Did make me feel better that Green Bay also lost. They were a number one seed, but... Yeah, not a good feeling. But that brings me to my first key is uh, redemption. And I think that's just, it's just redemption for all these guys. Uh, Tannehill, um, the whole offense. I definitely think that um, this is, this is the redemption game for them. But in the defense, uh, the last, the last time we faced them had just an absolute game. Nine sacks against Joe Burrow, which is a, 
uh, franchise record of most sacks in a playoff game. And in NFL, they, they broke a lot of NFL records too that game. So the defense definitely balled out. And um, this offense too, they're just ready to have their uh, revenge. So yeah. My second key is going back to the defense. Um, pressure Joe Burrow again. Not the nine sacks were very crucial in the game, and um, I think we would have won if Tannehill um, made uh, made better decisions in the game. I think we would have won, and the defense just really uh, gave it to the offense. Like we we did our job. Now you guys need to do your job. That's what they need to do this game. And my final key is uh, home crowd advantage. Uh, it's a huge game. I'm sure it's going to be sold out. There's going to be a lot of orange there. I'm sure a lot of Bengals orange, but there's also going to be a lot of Titans blue. And if you're there, be loud, cheer on the Titans. This is a huge game for them. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, the, the Bengals fans, they were um, a little challenge on my nerves, <laughs> especially after the game. It's a, It was a very unique experience, and we'll just uh, leave it with that. But I was going to ask you, Kaysen, so we watched the Bengals and Steelers game yesterday, and they looked good, uh, but I think the Steelers started to come back and really kind of mess with them, and then they just kind of got away with the win. How do you think that they are going to be coming into this game? Well, actually, what I think what happened was that Pittsburgh got the lead early on in, uh, in the game, and it was, it was them. They fell apart, and Cincinnati was able to come back and win the game. So the, the Titans do have a, have a lead in this game. They need to hold on to it. They cannot do what Pittsburgh did and blow the lead like that. Well, I thought that they were actually doing pretty good. I mean, it did look like they were winning at some point early in the game. But yeah, it's uh, it was a back and forth for sure. And I am ready to see what happens. I know the guys start practicing on Tuesday this week. According to Coach Vrabel, they'll practice Tuesday and Wednesday. He's going to give them Thursday off to be with their families and then right back to it on Friday. So uh, what's been great, though, is we've had they've had almost like a mini bye week, basically, you know, having the game at home this week. They don't have to travel. So that's really good. This Sunday's game is also the second annual Playmakers Women of the Titans game presented by Bridgestone at Nissan Stadium. There are four women that have been chosen that have brought significant positive impact to the Nashville community, and Bridgestone and the Tennessee Titans are proud to recognize them for their accomplishments. They are Dr. Shabhata Jagasia, President and CEO of Ascension St. Thomas, Candace Story Lee, Athletic Director and Vice Chancellor of Vanderbilt University. Anchor down. <laughs> I know you're... That's your team. And yeah, I know you're pretty happy about their big win this past weekend. Yeah, at the game, a uh, field storming, incredible. <laughs> Second straight SEC win. Nice. Dr. Kimberly S. Clay, founder and CEO of Play Like a Girl, and Shannon Myers, Senior Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of the Tennessee Titans. And I'm honored to be back as a guest PA announcer announcing the players and more during this historic game. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am really excited. I'm, I believe that I will be introducing the defense this time, and which is really cool because I have already gotten to introduce the offense last year and including Ryan Tannehill, Coach Vrabel. Derek and Henry. Derek Henry, absolutely. And Ben Jones. Uh, yeah, it was, it's pretty, uh, pretty incredible honor. Listener, you can find us on TennesseeTitans.com on the audio tab or wherever you're listening now. 
Also, follow us on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kaysen. Send us a DM and let us know where you're listening from, and we'll give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Well, is there anything else you want to, you know, talk about for this episode? Not really. Just um, if you're there at the game, be loud, show out where you're blue, and uh, cheer on the Titans. Well, this Thursday, the country celebrates Thanksgiving, and we're just wanting to have just a, a reflection of gratitude right now, listener. Kason, what is one thing that you are really grateful for in your life? Um, this opportunity that the Titans have given us to host a podcast together. Um, it's been a great opportunity. We've had so many great memories from this, so I just want to say I'm grateful for the Titans uh, giving us this. And um, yeah, and I'm also grateful for you, listener, tuning in every week. Um, it just means a lot to us, so we just want to say thank you. Aww. And I, you know what, Kaysen, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for our family. And, um, you know, this has just been an amazing ride, an amazing journey. And, um, yeah, I think it's a good time to, to pause and say I'm grateful for you. I love you, sweetheart. I love you, too. All right, listener, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten, tighten up, up and be Tennessee, Tennessee tough. tough and beat the Bengals. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.